Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. You're on board Flight 785. Flight 785 in the house, guys. Once again for another week. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate, and I'm here with my lady friend, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Outstanding, guys. We are here in Southeast Texas, and I feel good. We are here in Cedar Crest South. That's the spot where we broadcast or, you know, I got to quit saying broadcast. That's the spot where we lay it down, lay down the podcast <laughs> and hit you up. Yeah, we lay it down. We lay, we lay down the vocals with nothing but fire for you guys. This is the show where uh, we read some some news clips, some news stories, and we chop it up. Right, Carrie? We just chop it up and sure. see what's happening, guys. So just hang out. It's going to be a good time. I guarantee it. You know, runtime. You know, we're going to see if we can shoot for about 45 minutes today. And that is how we're going to do it. Current time, 7.12 p.m. on July 14th, 2022. And it's just like that. And at the very beginning of every show, I let everyone know I have what you call diplomatic immunity. So don't get upset with me. I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers, but it's all love, guys. It is all love. If you're listening, you are part of the flight crew. You are part of the flight crew. So welcome aboard. As I've said before, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're right here with us, and we appreciate that. So guys, at the very beginning of the show, I always start off with what we have been watching. What have we been watching on the telly, Carrie? What have we been watching? Uh, Big Brother's out. Big Brother's out. I still haven't. I don't have a favorite. I think we've seen two or three episodes. So Big Brother is a game show where they grab a bunch of contestants from around the country and they go ahead and compete and it's a bunch of people lying to each other usually strangers right living in a house for three months living in a house yes for a long time and they lie and cheat and do whatever they can do and they have no um no access to outside people right no no telephone uh which i didn't know the clock no pen no paper nothing like that and so they go through these various challenges. It's a it's an all right show. I give it a solid two out of five. I'm not that big on Big Brother, but Carrie loves it. So uh, it's kind of been a tradition that we watch every year. Right, Carrie? Yeah. Yeah. Our family. It's yeah. a tradition. But what else have we been watching? Uh, the Bachelorette came out. The and Bachelorette. there's two Bachelorettes. I'm going to tell you right now, there are two Bachelorettes. <laughs> here on the bachelorette and they it's, it's what, 30 I am, men. i am rolling my eyes yes it was 30 men i think they eliminated three this week it's 30 men the, the original world the first show it was yes. 30 men and they eliminated three all vying for the love of two women yes i okay. think it's going to be very dramatic this is another one of carrie's trash tv shows that she absolutely loves she can't get enough of it i like and, watching the psycho psychology behind right. uh their motives <laughs> right the psychology behind the motives and if you look at the trailer if you go and you check out the trailer you'll see that it is high drama on the bachelorette 
So that's what we have been watching so far. And then is that it? Is that all we've been watching, Karen? That, I think so. I can't really remember. We do have some other else. shows coming up on Amazon Prime we need to check out, but yes, that, that'll be for another had a episode. Lot of time, absolutely, absolutely. So at the very top of the show, I always let you guys know what the flight plan is, what we are going to be talking about. So for this week, we're going to be talking about some drama on a cruise ship. We're also going to be talking about in a relationship issue. And this is not a relationship podcast, but this is a relationship issue that we have to talk with. But you picked out a relationship part. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You know, we're, we are well-rounded here on Flight 785. And we also have an issue with the Homeowners Association. Those pesky Homeowners Associations have to deal <laughs> with those folks. And then we also have Reader's Digest weighing in on something. And then we have Learn Something, right? What do we have yes. as far as Learn Something? So this week on Learn Something, it's going to be the history of ice cream and, nation and uh, National Ice Cream Day. Okay, so Carrie does the Learn Something segment, guys. That is where she goes and she pulls something and we just chop it up and we learn something. We want you guys to leave Flight 785 with a little bit of knowledge. Just so everybody knows right. the stories Kenyon picks out and the learn something I pick out he has no idea what it is until we sit down and we sit down, start right. the show <laughs> we go to our perspective areas here at Cedar Crest South we write the podcast and then we come in here and we hit play so That's both we do are it. surprised to us so and we're then, on the fly right and then the <laughs> final segment is Abby is not right my favorite portion of the segment that's where, or the show, that's where we go ahead and we have, you know, a question from one of the advice columns and we chop it up. So that exactly is what we have going on for Flight 785. So, Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> All right, here we go. Cruise ships, Carrie. Are you a big fan of cruise ships? Uh, As long as you don't look out the window when you're... When they're selling, sure. As long as you don't look out the window. I will never. I've only been on one once. Okay, I will never get on a cruise ship. Well, you're never. missing out. Well, I know what I'm missing out on. I, I'm missing out on being Good sick. food, good times, and lots of fun. Lots of fun. Well, let me tell you what happened here. I'm going to tell you what happened on a cruise ship. So it's a carnival cruise. and I think that's the one I went on. Okay, well, this was a carnival cruise, and... <laughs> I will tell you that there was a threesome that rocked the boat. Uh -oh. Yes, that's exactly what it is. A threesome that rocked the boat. I can't believe it. So a wild brawl that erupted on the dance floor of a big apple-bound carnival cruise ship was sparked by jealousy over a menage a trois, according to a report. A chaotic fight broke out roughly between roughly 60 people near the... Verrazano Narrows Bridge on Tuesday when significant others accused their partners of cheating in a threesome. Oh my. The hmm. skirmish started in a nightclub on the fifth floor of the Carnival Magic Ship around 2 a.m. after the angry lovers confronted their respective partners for two-timing on the seven seas. <laughs> yes. So how many people were involved? Three or four? Roughly 60 people were in the fight. The brawlers 16 then. 16 people? No, 6 0. 6, six zero. 60 people were six involved zero in the cheating? In, in the fight. Oh. Okay. It started off with people cheating and getting into it over cheating, and then it just spiraled out of control. I'm sure so alcohol was involved. Just spreading germs. So it was 60 people <laughs> in this fight. 
the skirmish started on the fifth floor uh-huh. and it went all the way down to the first floor <laughs> of brawlers shoving each other and smashing beer bottles. And a woman may have been sliced during the melee, uh-huh. which quickly spiraled out of control, Carrie. It, it, can you imagine? Can you imagine at a cruise ship? And next thing you know, you've got Jokers fighting. You've got 60 people fighting. Just fighting. Aren't there specific sea rules? Don't you have to walk the plank? If no, you... there's no walking. The, no, there's no walking the plank. <laughs> the captain okay? of the ship you know, rules. Let me paint the picture, okay? Okay. The dust up lasted roughly an hour. I, I think it's more like and your it, whole mateys. And it spilled into the casino area, on the same level of the ship. Okay. Uh-huh. And you know the fighting was fighting from the fifth floor all the way to the first. Yeah. And finally. Finally, security showed up and security ended up having to call the Coast Guard because people were just going crazy. They couldn't get it under control. No, they couldn't. There was another passenger who said he was at the bar listening to my own music, sipping a Shirley Temple. Then the brawl broke out of nowhere. He said some passengers were injured and cut up from the glass and most, if not all of the ship security guards rushed to the club to stop the violence. It was the last night, so I guess they wanted to go out with a bang. Oh, my. This is ridiculous. You know, you go, I just don't understand it. You go on a cruise ship. Well, you're I don't there. understand how 60 people could be involved in a cheating scandal of three. Well, I can tell you what happened. What happened was there were people that were approaching their significant others saying, hey, you cheated. And uh-huh. then probably more people jumped in. And said you cheated? Well, I won't say that, but probably more people jumped in. And Do you think of course, everybody alcohol... was sleeping on the ship? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've never been on a cruise ship. So I, I can't. I don't know what goes on on those cruise ships. Okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that. But what I can say is you had someone that I mean, went they're... up to someone else and said, hey, you're messing with my significant other. And then it was on after that. Uh-huh. 60 people fighting on a cruise ship from the fifth floor all the way down to the first. That's crazy. That is insane, Gary. What say Did they you? put it on the megaphone? You're cheating! No, I no, I don't think there was any megaphones. <laughs> to get it placed. started on every level? No, no, I don't think that's what happened, Gary. I, I think, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Attention, Hoss. Everybody Attention. named Joe or Jane. Okay, you know what? We're going to move on. This is this is out of control. Out of control. I just don't understand. You're cheating. What is going on on these cruise ships, Gary? I, this is the reason why I don't do cruise ships. I just I just can't deal with it. I bet but, that's never happened. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, there was another fight. There was another fight a couple of weeks later on another Carnival cruise oh. ship. So I guess it's a big thing now. But moving maybe, on. Maybe since quarantine, people just can't handle being confined in small spaces. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. But let's move on with the show. So here we go. We have a man that is perplexed. A gentleman that's perplexed, if you will. Well, we're just going to go right into it. A man claims just to have recently. Day, not every day. Well, a man claims to have recently learned of his girlfriend's childhood habit of chewing socks. Ugh. But had no clue this was something she was still doing as an adult. The sock chewing was brought up by her cousin during a family <laughs> dinner, leaving her furious. However, the unnamed man simply saw it as a silly, innocent childhood thing and didn't see any issue at all. However, he was surprised at how defensive she became after he asked her 
why exactly she used to do this, begging him to talk about something else. She was saying, you know, let's talk about something else. However, he put, you know, the evening, he put that whole questioning in the back of his mind. He put his socks on her lap. No, no, that evening, he put all that to the back of his mind. And then a month later, he awoke up early to find her with a sock stuffed in her mouth. Oh, hell no. It was the same sock she'd worn the previous day. Oh, hell no. (laughs) That's gross. Taking to Reddit, the baffled boyfriend who goes by the name, well, I'm not going to say what it is, but he wrote, she opened her eyes and saw me looking and whipped it on the floor. And when we both acted as though nothing had happened. I think that was smart. Rick James, what did you say? Okay. And so this is ridiculous. So weeks later, he tried bringing it up. And she became extremely angry about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why did, why did he wait so long? Uh, you know, I don't know. But he says, yesterday I said to her, if I'm kissing your mouth, I deserve to know what's been in it. Oh, yes, my. he does. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I deserve, if I'm kissing your mouth, I deserve to know what's been in it. Yeah. Oh, my. George Sakai, get out of the studio. I don't need, listen. George Sakai always seems to make it into the studio. I don't need your commentary, George. Just stay out of this, okay? So she got upset and ran inside the house. She came down the stairs and said to me, I'm going to bring up something that you don't like talking about if you keep asking me about this. Oh, I wish she would. So he continued, to be honest, I don't care if she does this, but I want to know what is the reason for this behavior and why she is refusing to let me know about it. We she are, likes stinky socks. We are super. Here, don't read. Bottom it. line. Don't read into this. We are super transparent about everything, and it's super out of character for her. Uh-huh. This is this is crazy, Carrie. This is this is absolutely crazy. Have you ever heard of something like this? No, this is the first. You know what I would do? Do you know what I do? <laughs> yeah. Listen, here's the deal. I'm leaving. Okay. I'm getting my own apartment, okay? I'm getting my own apartment. I'm calling house hunters, okay? Uh-huh. And so, you know, Reddit is saying, you know, of course, Reddit is the people are commenting about this whole situation. And one person wrote, you do have a right to protect your own health and oral hygiene is something serious. Trying to understand a problem is not unusual for partners to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand it. So he didn't get to the bottom of it? No. Someone else said, I think the issue you face is how pushy you are about being about it. Or you're, you know, how pushy you are. It's a sensitive topic to her, and she has made that clear. You need to show some signs of compassion and understanding and let her know you will not be making a judgment against her. They need to go to account. You know what I say about that? <laughs> you know what? I don't understand these people, Okay. I really don't understand it, okay? Somebody help me here, Carrie. Help me understand this. Help me understand this. I would if you'd keep moving, not, or stop moving out. You know, <laughs> so if you had a, 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 a boy, sock sucker, a, a boyfriend, okay, listen, we don't need to start making names like a, a sock sucker. Well, or, I want to know or, what or she was like. going to bring up. That's what I want to know. You know what? You're and, reading And then this. they could both go to counseling for it. I'm sure it's some childhood fixation or something that gave her comfort. It's got to be. I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to do some research. Chewing socks. 
Yeah, Chewy I've never heard of chewing socks. You know what? This is. This, you know what? This this is ridiculous. I've heard of chewing the corners of a blanket, but chewing socks. Okay, we're gonna move on. Let's move on to Cypress, Texas, a town that's not too far away from here. So a retired couple could be on the verge of losing their home in Cyprus as they face a lawsuit for feeding ducks in their neighborhood. George and Kathleen Rowe were sued by the Lakeland Community Homeowners Association after receiving complaints from their neighbors who alleged the ducks have been causing damage to their property. The lawsuit asked the court to order the couple to stop feeding any wildlife in the community and seeks a lien against their property for the costs incurred in bringing their unit into compliance with the subdivision's charter, plus attorney fees. Is it causing them to go poop? Well, it's saying complaining homeowners claim the ducks defecated on their property and tore up <laughs> gardens with their beaks. So the Community Association's petition states that it is seeking a monetary relief of no more than $250,000. I'm sure they're not the only ones feeding the ducks. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I thought that's why they have ducks at the lakes. Everybody's supposed to be feeding them, right? Well, you know, the problem is these ducks feel like they can, because they're being fed, then they can go anywhere. They have free yeah. reign. So I can only imagine if you had your own garden at your house and there was a duck that's coming, their into, problem coming into your garden. buying a lakefront property. Well, these people are getting... So you're on, you're on the side of the of the homeowners that are feeding the ducks. Sure. I am not. I'm on the HOA, and usually I'm not on the HOA, but I'm on the but HOA this, side here. This reminds me of when we first moved into our house. Okay. What do you Ma mean? Can remember, you be a little bit more Pacific? Remember when you got a bird feeder? Yes. And you insisted on feeding the birds? Yes. And then they pooped everywhere. All right, we're running out of time. We're going to move on to the next one, guys. We're going to move on to the next one. I don't know what Carrie's talking he, he about. He no here. longer I, feeds the birds. I, 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 you know what? That's I, bottom line. You know what? Too, too many animals, too many pests okay. coming around for the bird food. Okay. He no longer feeds okay. the birds. We're moving on to the next story. Reader's Digest, Reader's Digest, they have came up with a list of the best hamburgers in every state. Whether thick and juicy, piled high with toppings, or oozing with cheese, the best burger in each state proves that nothing hits the spot quite like a classic dish, okay. which is a hamburger or cheeseburger. And so the top five states that listen to Flight 785 for the last, I don't know, month have been Georgia. I see you, Georgia. New York, I see you, New York, Texas, you're there, Florida's there, and of course, Kansas is there. So, you know what, we're just going to go, we're just going to take it down the horn. We're going to talk about Georgia, the first state, you know, in the shoot. So, Georgia, Carrie, there is a place called NFA Burger, and mm -hmm. NFA Burger is in Dunwoody, Georgia, which is I've a suburb. I've never even heard of that. It's a suburb north of Atlanta. Okay. And it is... The burger joint is operating out of a Chevron gas station. Okay. And, you know, their, their beef patties are Angus. They have pickles, mustard, and a secret house sauce. Mm. And it is served on a soft roll. So that is what Georgia has. You know how I feel about gas station restaurants, don't you? Well, this one's supposed to be pretty good. So the next time... That's what they all say. Listen, the next time we're in Georgia... <laughs> In the Atlanta area, we're definitely going to have to go check it out. What say you, Carrie? What say you? 
Are you down? Nothing fat about that burger. Okay, okay. You know what? <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But moving on, we're going to get to New York. New York spot is called Peter Luger. And oh, they are in Brooklyn. Luger. Yes, Peter Luger. That and doesn't sound good. They are, listen, you know what? <laughs> listen, listen. You know, make the show better, Carrie, okay? Make the show <laughs> I didn't better. make these names up. <laughs> the place is Peter Luger, and they're in Brooklyn, and they're in Long Island, and they make medium rare burgers, and the burgers are served on a sesame bun with a raw onion. Oh, and the restaurant recommends that you enjoy it as is. So, Peter Luger, will you be going I to... I will not. Just because of the name, you don't want to go. Is the, that what you're telling the me? The onion in the Luger. Carrie does not like onions. She does not like... <laughs> no. She's not a fan. They upset my stomach. They upset her yeah. stomach. She's not a fan. Okay, well, you don't, you don't know what you're missing. There's nothing better than having a hamburger with some onions on it. Uh-huh. So moving on to Florida, there's a place called Meat Eatery and Tap Room. Okay. And that is in, it's in uh, Isla Morada and Boca Raton. Okay. So, and it is a five ounce Angus burger with American cheese, lettuce, and tomato for a burger experience you will never forget. Never forget it. Karen. I'll go there. You'll go there. Yeah. Okay. So Sounds that's normal. So that's a winner then. Yes. Okay. All right. Fantastic. And moving right along, we're going to get to Texas. So where do you think has the Reader's Digest has said the best burger is in Texas? Mm. Where would you think? Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, where? Austin. San Antonio. San Antonio. You think San Antonio. Or Houston. Or Houston. Well, actually, it is outside of Houston in Kima. And okay. it's called Tukey's Hamburgers and More. Mm. And it's in Kima. And it offers burgers and other items. And you'll get your choice of a classic cheeseburger with mayonnaise, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and onions. Because they put mayonnaise on everything. Or you can indulge in the squealer, <laughs> which features bacon ground into the beef patty, mayo, cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and onions. And let me say a quick story. I remember when I was in Louisiana. <laughs> And your mother came to visit. We didn't have to name names. Yeah, your mother came to visit in Louisiana, and we go out to a restaurant. It was like a diner. It was like a diner. And the lady comes up, and, you know, we're talking about, <laughs> we all decided we we're going to order hamburgers. and Because there wasn't much else on no, the No, there menu. wasn't much. <laughs> no, there really wasn't. Shout out to Louisiana. <laughs> and the lady said something, or someone asked, was it you that asked, is there mayonnaise on it? And, yes, because I learned to wait, ask. The waitress said yes, and your mother says, this is the South. These people put mayonnaise on everything. Oh, <laughs> hell no. This is the person that's preparing, is going back to tell the cook <laughs> to prepare our meal. <laughs> and your mother says, this is the South. They put mayonnaise on everything. Oh, hell you no. Know, the Sometimes look, listen, the look, our mothers do not have filters. Listen, the look <laughs> on that waitress's face, I will never forget. Okay? I will never forget the look on that waitress's face when your mother said, this is the South. Those people put mayonnaise on everything. Maybe it's because we're from the Midwest. We don't like mayonnaise on our hamburgers. But every time I say, I 
no mayonnaise, please. Yes. You say, this is the South. They put mayonnaise on it. Yeah, but I don't say that in front of the waitress. <laughs> if it was okay? a Chipotle mayonnaise, I could handle it. Listen, let's not, we're not going to get distracted <laughs> about Chipotle. It up. We're not going to get distracted about Chipotle mayonnaise, okay? I'm talking about your mother here. You know, we could have had, they could have put something in our food. They could have put something in our food because of your mother's. We prayed. This is the it's South. fine. You know Just we prayed. Move on. You know, you're absolutely right. We, you know <laughs> yes. And moving on to Kansas. The best burger in Kansas. The best burger in Kansas comes from my hometown, Salina, Kansas. Spangles from Wichita? No. It is the Cozy Inn. <laughs> Or Freddy's from Wichita? It is not. It is the Cozy Inn. I in can't even Salina, walk in that building. Kansas. It stinks so bad. Let me tell you guys about the Cozy Inn, okay? It is in downtown Salina, Kansas. It was, you know, it opened in 1922, and they have just a, a griddle. And this griddle is over 100 years old, obviously, okay? And they're like little sliders, they're one ounce patties, and they're grilled with onions and served on custom baked rolls. That place reeks of onions. Yes, yes. And I'll tell you right now, they have no cheese. No cheese anywhere in the joint. You cannot get a hamburger. No, no burgers with cheese. They have no and cheese. And you can't get it without onions Anywhere either. in the joint. And or it maybe stinks. If you, and when you go in there, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, when you go to Salina, Kansas, and you hit the Cozy Inn, you walk in there. If you walk in there and you walk out, your clothes are going to smell like onions. Do not wear your favorite clothes. I'm going to tell you right now. I remember this was years ago, over 10 years ago, me and my twin brother went to the Cozy Inn, and then we went over to see my my homeboy, EJ. And as soon as I walked into his house, he looked at, and he sniffed it. He said, you guys went to Cozy Inn, didn't you? And I was like, you're doggone right, we did. So that is the best burger in Kansas was the Cozy Inn. So that's what we have, Carrie. That is what we have so far. So we need to get into learn something, right, Carrie? Yes. Okay, what are we learning? We are learning about the history of ice cream and the National Ice Cream Day. Even though we just went through a history of burgers, we're going to have another learn something. Okay. So, uh, what's your favorite ice cream? Like your top three. Oh, that's easy. Chocolate almond, number one. And then whatever. Uh, I'm more of a chocolate almond guy. Or whatever new stuff that Bluebell has. Shout out to Bluebell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the uh, chocolate chip cookie dough or cookies, Texas cookie dough or something at H-E-B. Okay, H-E-B and brand. I like the tonight dough. The tonight dough, yes, the tonight dough is good. Ben yeah, and Jerry's. Good. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so it's said that ice cream was first consumed in China sometime between 618 A.D., it was the first, the first made ice cream was made out of flour, buffalo milk, and camphor, which camphor is an organic compound mostly used in lotion. Okay. I, had, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. That sounds like a disgusting ice cream to me. Right. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> Alexander the Great, uh, he adored ice, ice and snow flavored with nectar and honey. And then the Bible has indicated that King Solomon enjoyed an ice drink during harvest season, which I got to look that one up. <laughs> I don't know. During harvest season. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I guess King Solomon during harvest season. Harvest season is usually in August. I know. I think it is in Kansas, like end of July, beginning of August. 
And I guess he, they state in the Bible that he drink, drank an ice drink. Right, right. Um, the Roman Emperor Caesar sent people up the mountains to gather snow, and then they covered it with fruit juices. That sounds more like a shave ice to me. Right, absolutely. Anyway, and then thousands of years later in Italy, Marco Polo returned to the Far East and brought back a sherbet recipe called cream ice. Cream in, ice. Yeah. In 1660, the general public was introduced to the cream ice. Okay. And then a fisherman named Francisco de Coltier had a grandfather make a machine that produced top quality gelato. And this was in a Paris cafe. The recipe used milk, butter, eggs, and cream. That's more like what our right. ice cream is made out of. Right. And uh, then the first mention of ice cream in the United States was in Maryland in 1744 by Governor William Bladden's uh, guest. In 1777, on May 12th, the New York Gazette printed the first advertisement for ice cream. Oh, very nice. And then uh, National Ice Cream Day was commemorated by President Ronald Reagan. He decided that the third Sunday in July was National Ice Cream Day. And it so happens that uh, the day this podcast is going to be put out is July 17th. And this year, the National Ice Cream Day is on July 17th. There you go. There you so go. it's said that 90% of Americans enjoy ice cream. So I do. only 10% don't like it. I don't Wait, know anybody said, that doesn't like it. No, no, no. You said 97%. No, 90%. Oh, 90%. Okay. So do you know of anybody that doesn't like ice cream? No. I don't think I've ever met but, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are lactose intolerant. Yes, but so. they can still eat ice cream that doesn't have lactose in it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So then uh, July of 1984 was the first National Ice Cream Day, helping glorify the dairy industry in America. Americans are said to be the leading consumers of ice cream, eating about 23 gallons a year. Good grief. Yeah. Per person? That's what I'm thinking wow. because 23 gallons yeah, for yeah, the wow. whole community wow. is not. I don't think I eat 23 gallons of ice cream. No. So, and Ron, uh, Ronald Reagan also claimed that ice cream was a nutritious and wholesome food. Okay. And I was thinking about this. And as I was a child, remembering Ronald Reagan as a president, I one little fact that always uh, reminded me of him wasn't he known to be the president that loved jelly beans or something? I I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't a big Ronald Reagan fan, so I, I don't know. It just makes me think he must have a sweet tooth because I'm I'm almost one hundred percent positive he ate a lot of jelly beans too, What's or gave them out. So as he just gifts. had a sweet tooth. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> So anyway, that's it for learn something. For learn something. So go have yourself an ice cream. Fantastic. You're on board flight seven eight five. So we're gonna move on to my favorite segment of the show. Abby is not right. This is the show where, or the segment of the show where I grab a story and we chop it up. So are you ready, Carrie? I'm very ready. Dear Abby, my husband and I are retired. A short while ago, a young couple moved in across the street. A few months later, my husband, who does yard work for neighbors for extra money, started working in theirs. He never charged them for it, 
and even after they had the equipment to care for their own yard, he continued working there some of the time. When Cindy, the wife, would be in the front yard, he frequently stopped his work to talk to her or to stare at her. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. I don't like where this is going. He never stopped his work for anyone else. Several times a week, I noticed he was over at Cindy's mowing the yards on each side of her house and would make excuses to check to see if anything else needed to be done. He confessed to me about looking through the fence one time, and I'm sure he has done it more. George Takai, get out of here. I'm trying to read a story here. Oh, man. One day, I caught him standing, fixated, watching her work in the front yard, completely oblivious to his surroundings. He has told me how pretty he thinks she is, and she is attractive. She rarely starts a conversation or comes into our yard, but he goes into hers to talk at every opportunity. If I question him about it, he either lies to me, laughs, or yells at me. What should I do? I'm humiliated in Texas. This is so awkward. What should I do? I'm humiliated. I think should explain to her husband. Wait a minute, Art. So are you? Are you? Are you gonna? We're not gonna see what Abby has to say. Yeah. Or you want to say? I'll, what? I'll say what I have okay. to say. Okay. Yes. I think she should explain to her husband yes. that she is. He is being very awkward, and he is staring at her, and the woman does not appreciate it. Well, that's not what the story said. You're reading into this. No, because she said that the woman never reaches out to him. So him staring and giving her attention is probably very awkward to her. She probably just puts up with it so that she doesn't have to do the lawn work. Yeah, but we can't read into this, Gary. We can't read into this. I can this. read we, into whatever we, the hell I want to okay, read into. Because Abby's wrong and I'm right. <laughs> little John. Little John, I don't need you right now, okay? Little John. Little Thank John. you, Little John. It's Little John, okay? It's not Little John. It's Little John. Little John no, no, did a no, good job no. of yeah. Let me tell you something. Little John was on Robin Hood, okay? This is Little John, okay? They're you all gotta... the same. Okay, you know what, Little John? <laughs> just get out of the studio, okay? Get out of the studio. Leave me alone. You didn't this, do your job. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So you're telling me, you're reading into this, you're telling me that Cindy I'm does not want to be bothered. The, this little old man yes gawking and staring he's helping her with the lawn work i don't think it's awkward he's helping her with the lawn work he's making sure that the lawn is done tolerates it because she's got free lawn work so i don't see what the problem is here i don't i don't know why this wife gonna blow up soon you know i think that this wife is very insecure I believe she is extremely insecure, and she needs to buy her own beeswax. All right. That's what I think. That's I what think, you think. So I what think, does Abby say? I think she needs to mind her own bee. Well, I'm not done yet, but we'll see what Abby has to say. Are you ready? <laughs> you think the young woman should get a, her own house? No, I don't think. Move any, out of the house? No, I don't think that she should That's do that. That's what's going to happen. No, here's the deal. This is what Miss or Abby says. Your husband obviously has a crush on this young, pretty neighbor. Fortunately, from what you have written, it doesn't appear to be reciprocated. If I were you, exactly what I said, if I were you, I'd develop a sense of humor about the situation. Tell him that if he's planning to run away with her, you want advance notice so that you can call your lawyer. 
then bide your time because these kinds of crushes usually wane. That is what Abby had to say. Now, Awkward. Now, do you think that Abby is right <laughs> with giving that advice to the reader? I think it's awkward. You think it's awkward? Yeah. This is what I feel. I think that the wife needs to mind her own business. Okay. <laughs> I think she needs to let it him is do her business. No, no, it's not her business. I think that she should mind her own beeswax. Uh -huh. Okay. The man is out there getting some exercise. He's getting some sun, okay? And he's helping out a neighbor. And I don't see what the problem is. Since when, did, guys, I need to get on my soapbox I, for a minute. Since when did it I, become I, I a crime? I just feel like he's going to get his heart please, crushed. Please, Carrie, I have four. And the wife needs to prepare him. Carrie, please, I have four. When has it become a crime to help your neighbor? That's what I'd like to know. When has it become <laughs> no a, one crime said it was a crime to help your neighbor? Okay? The gentleman is helping his neighbor and by mowing the lawn. And that's how the neighbor feels. And Go ahead. It's not a crime. Do all the work you want to do. So you're in agreement. But you're making it awkward. So we're in agreement that the wife is wrong here, as usual. Well, <laughs> no. the wife is wrong. Okay. No. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that She's commentary. She's trying to save her husband yeah. from embarrassment. Okay. We're running out of time. We're, we're running out of time, Carrie. <laughs> we could debate we, this all night, man. <laughs> no. no we, we can't. We really can't. Carrie, thank you for showing up on Flight 785. Do you have any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Go eat some ice cream this weekend with someone that you love. Go eat some ice cream with someone that you love. Okay, I can dig it. I'm going to leave you guys with this. And this is from Motivation App on Instagram. It goes a little something like this. Love yourself on your good days and love yourself more on your bad days. Blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you guys in two weeks. You know how we get down. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.